The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now, bet $100 at WinBET and get a $100 free bet. BetSportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WYNNBET to claim your free bet today. Without further ado, here are your hosts, senior IDP analysts, Johnny the Greek and the IDP tipster. Okay, welcome back. This is the IDP Pros Podcast. I am Johnny the Greek. I am joined by the IDP tipster himself, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how's it going, man? It's draft season, so it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking some rookie redraft rankings tonight, but we had a couple huge pieces of news that broke over the last week, and we got to talk about it because these are two guys we've already talked about. They are you know, in, in most formats, in most leagues, these is this is the LB1 and the LB2 coming off the board in, you know, for 99% of people. Uh, so both Roquan Smith and Darius Shaquille Leonard had huge news this week. We'll start with Roquan. So as of today, Roquan Smith has officially requested a trade from the Chicago Bears. He put this out on Twitter. It was some screenshots of his notes app and, uh, he basically let everyone know that the two sides on a contract deal are not even close. He wants to be the top paid linebacker in the league. The Bears are in full rebuild mode. And I, I actually heard this on a different podcast earlier today. Spend the least cash in the league per year. The Rams spend the most. The Bears spend like half of what they spend. Mm-hmm. Uh Per season, so they're just not into it. There's no reason for them to do it. So it looks like Roquan's going bye bye. Uh, that's obviously huge news. What's your take on that? It's huge. I'm not too concerned about you know uh, being his manager. How's he not land on his feet? He's a complete stud. It doesn't matter where he goes. I'm I'm making the bet wherever he goes will be just as productive or more. It's yeah. possible. Right, right. I think if anything, this might give us a discount. So I'm actually, right. we're, we're doing the IDP Invitational Draft right now. And uh, Parsons, uh, Leonard, uh, a couple other linebackers have gone off the board. And there's a chance I might get Roquan as my yeah. LB two or three because this oh, yeah. news has scared people off that much. That That's right. incredible. If there's a dip, buy it because wherever he goes, he's playing 100% of snaps. He's not leaving the field. He'll be the best linebacker on that team. We can cover your ass or you can cover your ass. Say he holds out or say he doesn't play for a few weeks because of a trade or doesn't play much, whatever happened. Okay. Let's think of the, about this long-term for the season. Just cover your ass. The If you're in a draft right now and you got the opportunity to grab Smith and you're getting a bargain, grab him yep. because you're going to be able to back that up a little bit later with some non-name fellas that are going to be averaging maybe a point less a week than he is two points less or something like that, but enough to, you know, support you while Smith is going through whatever he's going through. Right. You can even back that up immediately in the same draft. You can grab Nicholas Morrow literally at the end of your draft. No one knows who that is. I wrote a breakout call. (laughs) Dude. You know, you, you you folks can't see me at home, but I am sitting here with my hands in victory V up above my head because uh, Morrow was a breakout call as soon as he joined the team and they didn't, they didn't sign anybody else. Morrow was actually a decent player in Oakland when he was healthy. 
Um, he got hurt. He was actually on a roll and he got hurt recently in the last year or two. And then it kind of, you know, kind of hampered the progress that he had going. Morrow's solid. If he's put in there for Smith and he's running that defense, man, all day long, he's going yep. to be absorbing a lot of opportunity to tackle. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, grit, just, you know, pencil him into the tail end of your draft and you got, should be a three down guy that, that costs nothing uh, as the replacement for Roquan. And then, you know, if you get Roquan on that dip, then you still get one of, if not the LB one, just in a different team. So, and I'm going to stick to it. Even if Smith plays, I don't care. Oh I yeah. Think, I think Morrow will still, yeah. He'll have yeah, a role. Right. He'll, he'll have the Danny Trevithan role from last year. Yeah. Right. And it could offer some nice LB2 numbers. Mm -hmm. And you yep. never know. I mean, if it was me, I'd have Morrow in there as run stopper. And I'd put Smith in his perfect coverage. All I know is I'm not fading Smith like, you know, a lot of people might. And uh, Morrow is your best option. Yep. So that was obviously huge news. And then uh, a couple of days before that, we found out that uh, Darius, now Shaquille Leonard, coming off a of back surgery, uh, is does not have a timetable for return, is expected to miss regular season games. And the messaging around this has been basically like, they're thinking long term. They they know he's a piece of the franchise for the foreseeable future, and they don't want to screw with it like they did last year when they had him play hurt all the time, and it made a difference. He ended up missing games. He was not himself. He was not nearly as productive in both real football and IDP. Uh, so there's a chance he's going to miss a decent chunk of the season. Go get yourself some Okariki, obviously. That's a huge one. But EJ yeah. Speed appears to be the 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 guy that'll come in and replace the Okariki role while Bobby Okariki replaces the Darius Leonard role. Mm -hmm. EJ Speed is free. I know this for sure because literally on my drive home from work, don't worry, I have a Subaru. It drove for me while I did this. Um, <laughs> nice. I put in. Oh, yeah, I'm not kidding. I, I got that uh, active cruise control. So anyway, so I, I put in. 15 different waiver claims on my way home and got EJ speed in all those leagues. No one knows who that is. You know how much writing you could get done and how much <laughs> you would freak people out as you're sitting there writing or, you know, laptop or something in your lap. And Oh, wow. That would be, that would be exciting stuff. You know, and it's pretty wild too. I mean, you know, you have Smith asking for more money than Leonard makes right now. Right. And basically, we're watching the Colts, as you're talking about. You know, they're looking at a long-term. They've paid this man. they paid right. this man to be the face of the almost the franchise at the moment, kind of. Uh, I guess you got to give the credit uh, to On defense. On right. defense. But, um, I mean, it, yeah, it's kind of asking for a lot. In my yeah. opinion, I but, love Smith. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'd pay him if I had the damn money. Right. You know? It, He's just in a bad situation for it mm -hmm. because the Colts, after adding Matt Ryan and Taylor's breakout season last year, they're in a position to make a run. They're probably going to win that division this year. The Bears, if they win four games, it'll be a freaking miracle. You know what yep. I mean? Like they don't need a linebacker, uh, you know, an all pro linebacker. They need a billion other things. <laughs> right, right, right. And these are the hazards, folks, of drafting these guys that are big names like this, you know, when they go down, <laughs> managers freak out. So when that happens, you know, there's that opportunity to swoop in, uh, even in redrafts, you might be surprised what you might be able to get off somebody because they think they need to start out strong. I mean, they just don't really realize that this player pool is deep. 
Yeah, and this is this is something that you guys are going to see in IDP a lot. So, perfect example of this last year. Blake Martinez goes down immediately at the start of the season. Day Crowder comes in and is the replacement. Tay Crowder is terrible. He is not Blake Martinez. But oh, he yeah. played the same amount of snaps, essentially, as Blake Martinez. He was a warm three-down linebacker body, just a guy, right? right? And we got a ton of production out of someone that that you got for free just for the cost of paying attention and the mouse click or the tap on your phone. That's yep. it. Yep. And, you know, that's a great example of success. But sometimes the next man up isn't up to the task. I wouldn't expect like in with the Colts. I don't think Okariki is going to step over and start producing like Darius Leonard. I do like Okariki. I had Okariki on a few rosters last year, and I thought he was going to have a nice breakout year with uh, uh, the guy going to Cleveland Walker. Yeah. Um, you know, the ending the timeshare at the middle linebacker, but when it comes to, uh, there's no, way that he's going to be able to match Leonard. I just suspect about the same level that we had out of him last year, maybe a little bit more of a crease, but he's not going to pull off what Leonard pulls off on the field. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a value thing, right? Because mm -hmm. you're, you're getting these guys in an extreme value. So right. um, it would be speed. I'd be a little bit worried if he's up to the task, but he is definitely an option. Right. Yeah. And, and, it, and, you know, we will, we will be monitoring this during the season too. If it looks yeah. like, like speed has, you know, like a terrible PFF grade and, and he's going the way of uh, Jalen Smith or something, we'll give you a warning. We'll tell you who the guy behind him is. We'll, we'll make sure you have someone productive. Uh, you broke that, my heart when team. you brought up Smith. First example I could think of. I usually trash Zach Cunningham. So I figured I'd change it up a little bit this week. Hilarious. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back to talk about the 2022 Rookie IDP Redraft break. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time for new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from, all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Do you want to know why I switched to OddsTracker.com, the number one site for all your game day bets? I switched because I can now compare all the major sports books odds on all my favorite teams and players in one spot. And they got it all. Handicapping play-by-play -play updates, live scores, and bet tracking with all the statistics you'll ever want. So do what I did and stop chasing the odds for all the major sports books and get it all at oddstrader.com slash bluewire. I bet you'll love it too. That's OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All righty, we are back. Let's talk about rookies, Gary's favorite topic. So we're going to do some, 
Yeah, rookie redraft rankings. And Gary, uh, you wrote a great article on this. Uh, it seems like a long time ago now about rookie um, hit rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know you want to talk about that. And what else do you want to preamble this with? Um, I actually, you know, I, I've been writing the tracker for the last six years uh, or sharing it. And it's just a fact from the 2013 and it basically, I went through and I was checking to see how many IDP rookies would make an impact in the top 64, which is my preferred top couple of tiers of players and standard leagues to focus on. And uh, the numbers are dismal, <laughs> considering on the percentage of how many rookies are drafted each year. So right now, I believe we're sitting at 3.55% been successful in the top 64 in different balanced formats and went across the board, changing the numbers, but sticking with the balanced formats I know that are out there. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's eye-opening, and it's started a trend of me being able to explain to people rookies are, should be treated as a luxury at first, and it's tough in redrafts. That is what I don't want to see happen. I don't want uh, novice managers running out there and expecting uh, Devin Lloyd to lead your linebacker core this year. you got to temper expectations. Oh, and real quick, John, I just wanted to announce real quick that I'm full-time at SGPN now, and uh, I gave up my other gig for the last three years. But I can... Give you the information on the tracker if you would like, if I don't publish it soon at SGPN2. And uh, all you got to do is reach out to me at the IDP tipster on Twitter, and I'll be more than happy to convey this uh, information with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, you know, take this all with a grain of salt, but, you know, this is the, we're, we're just coming off of the, the rookies are so hot right now time of year. So we'll definitely give you the rankings for the, the IDP relevant rookies here. Uh, before we get into that though, I want to tell you about run your pool. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you won't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. This is free to enter. There's some amazing prizes that'll be announced soon. Hop in now to reserve your spot. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash survivor to get in now. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash survivor. And we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we will start right in with those rankings. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game that's super simple to play. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. And when you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two to over 20 times the money you put in. And another reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where we can share picks, and it's always insanely fun to ride them out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. 
on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okie dokie. So let's get into it. First guy we're going to talk about is N'Kobe Dean, linebacker, Philadelphia Eagles. He is the national champion, Georgia Bulldog. Had the uh, injury uh, heading into the preseason here that kind of dropped his draft stock a little bit and uh, made him a little iffy. But, but you know, just the athletic talent and uh, what he accomplished in college, uh, being part of that dominant Georgia defense. Um, the, the, the guy is good. That's for damn sure. And, you know, as far as competition, Kazir White's made of glass. TJ Edwards has a decent PFF grade, but we're talking like one season of decent PFF uh, grade. You know what I mean? Before that, he was a nobody. He kind of came right. out of no, nowhere last year. Uh, and I think it's just a matter of time before Kazir White goes down. So of all these guys on this list, I feel a little bit better about uh, N'Kobe Dean here for the Eagles. I feel like he will play at some point. I just don't think it's going to be right away. I looked at the the team depth chart in the Arlads depth chart before uh, we recorded tonight, and he's he's not a, he's not a starter. Uh, yep. what, what, what's your take on him? Yeah, currently he's starting to mix in with the first team. He's got a little bit of a learning tur- curve to go through as a rookie. Uh, different organizations handle their situations differently. We do know that uh, Dean was coming off an injury. Uh, you know, they can just be taking it slow, but he should not be uh, a death player, I would guess, within the first couple of weeks. I think it's just going to be a matter of seeing TJ Edwards and, and these other guys on the field. And uh, I, I like Dean. I mean, he might struggle a little bit, and he needs to uh, shed some blocks this year. I think it's something he needs to work on. You know what's interesting about him is I think he's better in coverage than he is in the box, to be honest. So I think it's a possibility that we're going to end up seeing Edwards and him anyways in the end. Um, Kaiser White, he had a really good season last year with the Chargers, but we got to remember he was kind of productive by default for the fact that Tranquil was not up to par coming off injury. Kenneth Murray, who was awful, awful. Yeah, failing, (laughs) failing, getting hurt and and everything. Oh, yeah, I caught him a bust on on a a podcast just (laughs) – like a week ago, and see, I also called Patrick Queen a bust, and I don't usually call him bust. I just well, say I'm, I'm holding out some hope for Queen, but yeah, Murray is, right. is, is is shovel dirt on that guy, right? So I got some hate. I got some hate about this Ooh, bus thing, but hey, folks, wow. you know, I'm I'm calling them like I'm seeing them, and I based it off of what these guys' rookie hype was and what the potential of the position should have held, right? You know. Yeah, I'll call the bust when I see it. Yeah, and you made a good point about the coverage. If he can excel in coverage in the NFL, that's the ticket to snaps in the modern NFL as a defensive player. You know what I mean? There's a reason why it's not like the early 90s anymore with three big beefy dudes with those with those crazy neck pads out, right. out there playing 100% of snaps it's cuz it's a passing league if yep. if you can't cover you can't be on the field that that's why there really is no 4-3 or 3-4 anymore it's it's a lot of nickel and dime and stuff like that because it's a passing league it, you mm-hmm. need to be able to cover to play and if 
Dean can do that, he'll be playing sooner rather than later. Yep, so that is our first guy we're talking about. Second one is Devin Lloyd, so linebacker Jags. I do believe he was the first linebacker taken, non-pass rush linebacker. Trayvon Walker had that distinction. Uh, but yeah, Devin Lloyd, uh, locked and loaded. Uh, so my note here was it feels like it's the sequel to Joe Schobert, Miles Jack from, you know, a couple of years ago. You know, now they've got Aluakon and um, Devin Lloyd here as they're locked and loaded to, you know, 100 percent of snaps or darn close to it. Linebackers um, that they got out there for the foreseeable future. I, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to have incredible numbers, but I think he'll play enough and be pretty productive. And if you can get this guy as an LB2-3, I think he's starting pretty much right away. I mean, who else they got? Right, right. And a lot of people might be surprised that I have Dean at one and uh, Lloyd at two, but it basically boils down for me, the competition within the team and the athleticism around them. Right. We're looking at Lloyd down here with Okaloon. Uh, I like Cisco coming up this year. I like the other uh, Moomba, the other rookie that they got a hold of in Jacksonville. And I think that's a little bit more competition for Lloyd, who yep. to me is not quite as good as Dean in coverage. Um, he also needs to get beat the learning curve. You know, it, it's going to be tougher for these guys to get off these blocks and get in there and make the tackles and, and stay secure. Now out of my count over the last few years with the tracker, it definitely is led by the linebacker crew. Yep. Um, over that period, uh, let's see here, 28 inside linebackers have been in the top 64 since 2013. Um, the average is like three, three and a half players per year can get in there. Last year, we only had two with Parsons and Bolton. Um, so, and then it drops off drastically. Number two would be the strong safety uh, with only 11. Right. And, and there's a reason behind that too. So especially defensive tackle in the most, but then also defensive end uh, corner. It takes a while for these guys to develop. Th that is not a position that transitions from college. Well, uh, you know, I know there's all this Aiden Hutchinson hype right now mm -hmm. and I I'm buying into it too, but I don't expect to get what I'm thinking I'm going to get out of him until next year, the year after the year after that, we're right. still waiting. We're still waiting on chase young to become yeah. what we think he can become. And, and stay constant and right. stable play. Exactly. And there are new DLs since 2013 in the top 64. And we're talking about Garrett, Boza, Boza, Donald. We're talking about all these guys that was drafted since 2013. They're complete studs right now. Right. You're not going to find them on a redraft list that I'm putting out for rankings for this year because the odds are stacked against them. You know, in their in their rookie season, yes, right, right, right. and yeah, I'm not saying that that uh, Hutchinson couldn't just prove that all wrong. There's always going to be an outlier. Look at uh, Leonard; he was an outlier uh, basically the year that he broke out. Right. So, but he was an inside linebacker, basically off the ball linebacker. And I so I made this list for the best shot of the positions and the players playing these rookies playing them with their skill set and their opportunity, and DL just is not fitting in here for redrafts. If you wanted to hear about the DL, catch us next week.
Yeah, right. Absolutely. And and remember, we're talking about shallower leagues, uh, newer newer managers. Um, yeah, you just this is more for those positions especially. That's more a dynasty thing. That's more a deeper league thing. Um, oh yeah, we know, would be we would preach go after yeah. Hutchinson if right. the, in a rookie draft positional value in dynasty. But right. Yeah, right. not in a redraft. You're trying right. to hit a grand slam hell mary pass. Exactly. I'm in, I play at least eight Yahoo redraft leagues with IDP every year. I won't have any Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. but I'm in a ton of dynasty and I got a ton of Aiden right. Hutchinson and dynasty. Right. And <laughs> it, it's funny because you'll get owners that'll get wrapped up and they'll be like, Oh, Hey, uh, I gotta have this guy. I gotta have this name. Huh? I do too. I just like to wait until the next year or two before I go dipping into drafts or go yep. trade for them. And when they're not as shiny anymore, because somebody else wants a bunch of rookie picks for the next shiny guy. Yeah, yep. yeah absolutely. So, so yeah, definitely equate defensive line to like tight end. It's going to take a couple, couple years for them to develop. Right. All right. Next guy we're going to talk about is Leo Chanel linebacker, Kansas city chiefs. And this guy, I mean, it's a coin flip to me. We already talked about Bolton. Um, what I've seen is that the Chiefs rarely give their linebackers playing time. However, we saw a change with that last year with Nick Bolton, and we do know that they are not a fan of Willie Gay, unfortunately. Uh, so there's a chance, and I've you know read some articles that Bolton and Chanel could end up be you know being the two guys that kind of anchor the uh, middle of that uh, defense and play a ton of snaps and both be pretty productive. Uh, so it's definitely possible. Uh, what's your take on them? I like his opportunity just as much as Bolton's last year for this chance to uh, break out, I guess, into the top 64. Uh, as you mentioned, they're not uh, completely enhammered with Gay's performance so far. <laughs> right. He is he is the current first string practicing in camp weeks right. linebacker to Bolton. And Chanel has been playing the Sam linebacker. You know, that's perfectly fine for me with the way that Andy Reid and that defensive corner, I forget his name runs that defense. It's hard to tell what's going to happen. Hopefully we do see, you know, gay fluster around because I don't think that he's going to be worth, even if he was a 60 or 70% snap guy, but anything can happen. And this guy right here, Chanel, I think is set up. If Bolton goes down, gay struggles, Hey, there's your option. So I'm not telling you to go and redraft him high. You're going to be able to get this guy's name lower oh, in, yeah. the, in the draft. So yep. it's just a throw on guy. If you're looking for somebody for, uh, like I said, a Hail Mary, uh, he fits the position. His skill set fits the opportunity. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and and that's and it's a 17-game season. A lot of these names, if they don't start hot, are going to come into play at some point when the injury Grim Reaper starts coming around like he always does. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, 68% injury rate last year. If we even approach that this year, we're going to be talking about everyone on this list at some point. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, we don't have it. Like you mentioned, the injuries and everything, they happen every year at least to one. And the rookie gets an opportunity to play more. So there's that window. But, I mean, we have years like 2018, which is uh, – we had Leonard Vanderish, Fred Warner, Tremaine on Edmonds, Roquan Smith, Jesse Bates, Derwin James, Foya Okaloon, and Justin Reed. 
all came out. That's that's the biggest one. And that's the only reason that this percentage is this high. And a couple of those that I have noted over the years that have been in the top 24 when you get this information or if you if you're interested in hearing about it is actually I'm going to take around a guess about 35 percent. This is a guess, folks. But from my notes, I'm going to guess about 35 percent of this has been injury related opportunity. Yep. They replaced somebody that went down early or hurt in camp. And there's only one undrafted guy, Paul Worley, since 2013, that's made the top 64, and he made it there because of injury. Yeah, that can happen. That yep. that can that can absolutely happen. Um, yeah. So I mean, it you know these guys are if they're not immediately going to get that playing time and that production, they're in a good spot to get it at some point this season. So we once again we want you to have these names in your brain box. And it, there is some value to just hearing us two old farts idiots talk about all the situations on each team. So you, you start to get the full picture of what's going on. Um, that'll help too, for sure. Yep. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. All right, let's get back into it. And we're going to start this next segment with a guy that didn't make the cut. And uh, it's a rather surprising name, if I do say so myself. So what's up, Gary? You don't like Notre Dame? Kyle Hamilton not on this list? What's What's going on with that? Oh, I love Kyle Hamilton, and I love Kyle Hamilton in Dynasty Leagues, but I'm just not expecting it year one, not with Chuck Clark and uh, Marcus Williams added to the deep, and there's going to be a, there's still going to be a rotation going on. Um, I don't think 
uh, we'll, we'll still see a rotation in front of him too with the front seven. Nothing's going to change. I just don't think he's going to have the opportunity as long as everybody stays healthy. Again, this is a guy who takes one, two injuries, multiple games of different players having injuries, and, and he could he could shock us. But he didn't make my list. I couldn't. I had to cut it off somewhere. And I, I think there might actually be a couple of other deeper flyers out there that would I would have rather put on this list than Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, and uh, you know the video of him getting cooked by some undrafted wide receiver the other week in in uh, camp at practice does not help. Uh, he looked horrendous. <laughs> that was a little bit of a bonus. It's funny because I, <laughs> you know, I actually wrote this article before then. Uh, we'll see what happens with Mr. Hamilton, but that might be more of a dynasty thing. Uh, this next guy though, does have, I think a really good chance to have an excellent season. If, if we even get a fraction of what the guy before him did, uh, Lewis seen sign, no idea. Minnesota Vikings safety, uh, Xavier Woods replacement going to play next to Harrison Smith this year. Good draft capital. Um, I, you know, listed as the starter, uh, I don't see anything bad here, uh, really. Um, what's your take? Well, you know, it's kind of funny because when it comes to him, he's he's going to be playing deeper in the field, I believe, his first year, and I'm usually not one to suggest free safeties. But he's solid tackler. He's got the coverage. He's He's got good instincts, and he can read and react. So there's no reason to think at this point in that, in that division that he's not going to be up there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, uh, both of those safeties last year had such incredibly productive seasons. You called that Xavier Woods uh, season last year, and geez, Louise, he had a great one. If we even get a fraction of that out of this guy, uh, we're gonna have, you know, he won't be your safety one, but right. we don't need we don't need him to be safety no. two, two, three, medium to deeper leagues. That that's fine. Yeah, and we'll be lucky if any of these other safeties that we're getting ready to mention. Uh, even if they do make it in the top 64, they're usually not in the top 30. So they're a little bit lower priority. Yes, sir. Next one, we're going to talk about another safety Houston Texans, Jalen Petrie, uh, currently listed as the starter next to Eric Murray. Uh, here's the thing. They're in a full rebuild. There's zero competition. He's got good draft capital. It's not like they're going to the Super Bowl this year. I feel like he should be starting right away. He should play a bunch. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not going to be Derwin James, but, you know, uh, availability is the best ability. And uh, I think I think you'll get a bunch of that. So uh, as a warm yeah. body safety, why not? <laughs> right. I mean, it's uh, again, we're shooting for the uh, long field goal and, you know, he's solid all around safety out of Baylor. Um, he's not an elite guy. I don't think we're going to ever see him in the elite, but opportunity is knocking on his door. And so there's no reason to think that he can't produce. Uh, the one thing that I'm a little bit worried about is the speed of the linebackers in front of him, even though that, that whole linebacker room is a bunch of uh, mm. misfits. Yeah. Yeah. Just another guy to keep in mind. And, and once again, we mentioned this a couple episodes ago. This is, this is why we punt on defensive back. Uh, Cause there's so many of them yes. and, and you know, every team has at least two guys that are going to play pretty much every snap. Um, you know, so you can always get production at, uh, at uh, safety or defensive. And you back. don't know how much I really, really would love to have put a bunch of edge rushers, defensive ends, 
and linebackers in this and just skip the whole defensive back. But you can't ignore it. They're the ones, you know, there's 11 of them over since 2013 that have reached the top 64. Yep. Absolutely. This next one, uh, I, I think probably has the best situation out of everyone here. Um, so Jaquan Brisker, safety bears, great draft capital, great situation listed as the immediate starter. And what really he has, that the others don't is if Roquan does bail. Oh boy. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, you know, that could help quite a bit. Not having that guy eating all the production in front of you like Roquan does. Right. When I was making up the show, Doc Forrest, John, I was sitting here thinking to myself, all right, realistically, knowing the new news, the whole new situation, he should be the number one listed safety over sin. And if this news would have broke before I wrote the article, it would have been that way. But I didn't I didn't uh, stray away from my article. I just figured I'd tell you, if you listen this far, Brisker is your number one guy right now. Um, he's... Uh, Got the range, strong pass defense, one of the best tacklers amongst the DB group coming in. Um, there's no reason not to jump on this bandwagon after this news, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just it's crazy. The shock waves coming out of this Roquan thing are insane. Yep. Uh, okay, next two guys are a bit more dart throws, but they're definitely worth talking about. Uh, this first one, Daxton Hill, safety Bengals, is a guy that I did get a lot of until uh, I did a little more research on the situation. He, he is connected to Jesse Bates intrinsically because Bates, uh -huh. if Bates doesn't play, Daxton Hill is a starter and a full-time safety on the Bengals. Uh -huh. uh, I think Bates is going to play because after what I read a little while ago, it's 720000 dollars per missed week in fines once he gets to the season right now he can hold out without any issue because uh because of his contract situation and only twice in the last 25 years has anyone with the franchise tag not played the season one was lev bell and we all know how that went he's uh he still hasn't returned and the other was dan williams who i didn't know was a person until a few hours ago so the odds are good. Jesse Bates is going to play, even though he's upset with his contract, which means Daxton Hill will not. Again, that's all that's hinged off of is Bates. You know, if Bates resigns, uh, I'd start looking for another target. Yep. Right. So you just keep that in mind, though. If something does go crazy with Jesse Bates and he does end up not playing this year, Daxton Hill will be the replacement. It's a rookie safety that would slide right in there. Then we're talking about redraft. Right. Redraft. Yep. There's not a, uh, yeah, just redraft. Right. Uh, and last guy on the list is Quay Walker linebacker, green Bay Packers. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I did some research on this, uh, before the show today and it looks like he is listed as a starter. Currently the best case scenario, in my opinion for that is what we saw with Chris, Chris Barnes last year as the other starting inside linebacker. He was playing about 75% of snaps or so at his max at that position, right. which makes him an LB three LB four much deeper leagues. Uh, there's a lot of good coach speak about this guy, including Devondre Campbell talking him up. So, I mean, the signs are nice, but, you know, this is a deeper league thing only, but Campbell has been known to get dinged before. And if Campbell right. goes down, that's where the value is here. Right. They love Campbell. They paid Campbell. They're, Campbell's there. He turned that defense in uh, linebacker room inside out right. and did what they wanted since Blake Martinez has not been there. Um, when it comes to Barnes, you know, you know what really hurt with Barnes is 
like you said, his, his snap count, but it was those 30, 35% snap count games that oh, brought yeah. that average way down. And that's way scary down. as hell. So uh, I love Walker, though. Um, long-term, dynasty-wise, don't be surprised if he's leading this defense in a couple of years after Cam- uh, Campbell's contract's up. Uh, I mean, he was an un- Under Armour All-American, uh, second-best rated rookie off-the-ball linebacker coming in. There's nothing to like here, not to like about the guy, uh, other than the situation where the Packers usually just use one full-time guy. So, but he is a long shot. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And who knows, maybe they like him enough that they change that and they go with, right. uh, you know, two guys a little more full-time, but uh, we shall right. see. Def- definitely someone to have on the radar. If he, if he would have landed anywhere else, I got an, I, you know, but that's in hindsight, that's a big if, so it would have probably been a no brainer and he'd been a lot farther up on this list. Yeah, absolutely. So that was our rookie redraft rankings. Um, yeah. So I, I guess we'll wrap this up with our usual little discussion question here. And uh, we're not going to go with the normal, which guy do you want out of this list? Uh, me and Gary probably don't want any of them to be honest with you. <laughs> not if no. we can help it. No, right, right. <laughs> not, not in redraft. <laughs> One of them happened, you know, I like playing the redrafts with the short rosters, you know, something in the thirties at, at max, you know, I like it. I like an active waiver wire, you know, I like that. I like in which IDP is always the, the, the main players on a waiver wire. So it's really plays into me or us knowing our IDP when we're playing these leagues, you can use that to your advantage. Uh, You don't have to carry the depth because we know when to play the guys, but uh, uh, yeah, we need to, we need to start putting these uh, tips and hints out here. So yeah, uh, yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah, we're going to cover. So we've got some topics that we're going to cover over the next, you know, month, month and a half or so. Once we get into the season, maybe we'll switch things up a little bit. But we got some general strategy stuff that we want to talk about. And that's a good one that you just mentioned, too, to put on the list um, for later is kind of, you know, in those shorter bench leagues, um, switching your switching based on matchups some of your guys uh, you know because certain teams are more likely to run certain teams are more likely to pass uh you know what so we'll add that to the list for later but today we want to talk about what do you generally do with an idp flex spot all things being even so we'll say balance scoring um you know sacks and splash plays get a good amount of uh points but then also tackles get a good amount of points so one isn't worth a ton more than the other all with all that being equal what do you do with your idp flex spots which you know for anyone that doesn't know that's just an idp spot you can put anyone you could put a defensive back defensive line linebacker whatever it is it's like a super flex but for idp uh gary what do you think oh i treat it no differently. I, I draft the same. Uh, the only thing that I try to make sure is I look at the league's most valuable position. And, you know, usually DL, linebacker, something along that line. And I make sure that, uh, especially with the defensive line, is probably my first target to make sure that I've got the, the depth and I've got the rotation. Uh, that's who I would target because I think that I would have rather have a combination of, uh, say, Burns, Boza, one of the Bozas, and uh, say Garrett in that flex and, and play like two of them in their normal positions and play one in a flex. 
as much as possible. And then I have a rotation uh, with the bye weeks too, if I planned it right. But uh, realistically, I don't change my plans at all. I just make sure that I have more of the most valued position in, in the IDP player pools. Yeah. And it's, it's a personal preference thing too. Right. So, right. so me, me, my personal preference is always consistency, right? Like that's, that's why I almost never have TJ Watt. Do, mm-hmm. Does he have those four sack weeks that can win you your week? Yeah. But they happen once, once a month, once every mm-hmm. two months, something like that. Right. I would rather have a combined tackle floor guy. That's going to get me six to 10 combined tackles each and every week. And I know I'm getting those points each and every week, and I can count on them each and every week. Same deal with IDP flex for me. Uh, I'm probably going to go combine tackle floor inside linebacker and just get the guaranteed points each week. Mm-hmm. However, you can change that up depending on your matchup. If if you need a Hail Mary, right? Maybe you're projected 20, 30 points behind the guy. You got some of your best players on by that week or the injury groom reapers, you know, Gotcha. Uh, yeah. You can, that's, that's when you can go with more like what Gary was just saying, throw in one of those like boomer bust guys and just, you know, roll the dice, hope he has a huge week and, and hope that's the difference in that projection to mm-hmm. catch you up and get you past your opponent. You can do stuff like that too. It's about risk management. Uh, and that's, that's totally something that's just a gut feel and, and up to you. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I guess I've never, gotten into the uh, IDP flex because we're always using true positions. Right. And I like to have those 11 man uh, IDP starting units, you know, so it's a little bit different for me to look back and think about how exactly to handle a flex, but I can't see myself straying. I don't think the addition would really change my strategy. Yeah, it's definitely more like a sleeper thing. Like I'm in a bunch of sleeper leagues that have the IDP flex mm-hmm. um, just because they don't have all the positions all the way listed out. So so, so to make up for some of that, they add in some right. flex spots. Um, and, you know, I've done all kinds of different things with that, depending on the league size, too. If it's mm-hmm. a super deep league and there's nothing on waivers, I might even throw a corner in there that's got a great matchup that week. Right. And, and just count on them blowing up because, because they're in a good situation. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get to that, but right. that's, that's something you could do. That's, it. that's just as good. Sometimes if you do it right, just as good as having another inside linebacker, that's going to get you six to 10 tackles is having that corner, you know, is going to get picked on that whole game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot you can do. Uh, it's just a personal preference thing. Yeah. Uh, I just got done releasing uh, this past week's article, and it is like secondary insights. Uh, I urge you guys to check that out for the fact of it is a heated draft season time of Mm. year. No, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. All right. Well, that was another excellent episode. We will definitely be back next week. Uh, Gary, any parting words? Ah, no. Just check us out next week when we'll have the IDP dynasty rookings for the rookies and uh will be a little bit more kinder yeah we'll see you know we'll see i was waiting for a bullshit call on that john yeah i mean they are still rookies um right But yeah, hey, make sure everyone check out the Discord server on SGPN. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Discord. You guys got to get in there. That is some good stuff. Uh, We just got sports gambling legal in Connecticut. And uh, 
I popped in there and man, there is some good stuff in there. It's free money. It's free real estate. Definitely get on in there. And then uh, also check out the SGPN merch shop and get all the great sports content you can at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Thank you everyone for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.